All right, welcome to the uh, Rekindling Ministries Fireside Chats. This is episode two. And again, this is a little bit different approach that we've been taking versus the uh, the previous seasons. A little more laid back, a little more uh, give and take. And so I'm just going to let you guys go around the room. We have several people here as we're sitting with the faux fireplace going. Um, but why don't you guys just introduce yourself and, and then we'll, we'll get into it. My name's Zach, and I've been helping out with a lot of these different podcasts. Um, I'm a recent graduate with a youth ministry degree and working on a Master of Theology. I'm Melody, and I'm just a friend of Shannon's, and I live in Lynchburg, so just hanging out. And I'm Craig, um, also a friend of Shannon's, and in his, did a lot of the rekindling stuff, and uh, so now I'm in the Firesides, Fireside Chats. All right, great. So the first episode... Uh, we have some loose ideas of how, of how we're going to be uh, each of the topics that we're going to be touching on. In the first episode, it was why do people have uh, differences in opinions when it comes to theology, politics, etc. And I, I wanted to lay that as the groundwork first episode because you know one of the, one of the key themes here as we go through all this is this unity in the midst of diversity. And the idea there is with the fireside chats. You know when we've done the past episodes. It was very organized, very intentional. This is the topic we were teaching on. This is the information we were presenting. With these fireside chats, we're going to do a number of different topics, but really just let people kind of come where, where they where they uh, want to come from uh, and give their thoughts. And so I actually want to celebrate the fact that we are going to have diverse theology and diverse political thoughts and sociological and philosophical and, and all that. Um, but we can still be unified in our love of one another and our respect of one another. Uh, and then if we are believers, obviously, then just you know pursuing, pursuing the king. Um, so anyway, so that, that's why I wanted to do the first one, just to talk about we want to recognize that people have differences. Why is that? And what do we do about it? Well, we purposely are trying to keep these uh, podcasts shorter. And so we film, I think we ended up being like 32 or 35 minutes, but we were just getting into like the, the, some cool gist of it when it was time to wrap up. And so originally we were going to move on to another topic here in episode two. And I realized, you know what, let's go ahead and do one more time, one more episode on this topic and kind of talk, um, um, talking it out a little bit. Then we can move to different topics in, in episode two and, and on. So we're not going to get any of the details in the last episode. You can go back and, and listen to that. We did talk about um, like, so what are different factors within a person um, that may cause them to have a difference in thought than others? What are factors about a concept itself or an ideology that will, that will uh, factor into why people have differences? We talked about the need for like, the goal is not to get everybody on the exact same page, but to try to get, try to understand the other person, and empathize with them, better understand where they're coming from, maybe finding a compromise. We're going to talk more on that here uh, in, in this episode. Um, and then we also talked about discernment. Discernment goes a long way in trying to get these things done. And so we did a little checklist on what are, what are some different ways you can know that you are trying to be discerning in the moment as you go about this. So with that, we can, we can lead in. And, and the, the two things that I, I, I wanted to add um, to this topic the first one is the idea of a uh, heart set. And so we all have certain mindsets and kind of the point of this topic is we're all going to have different mindsets. Mm -hmm. um, but heart set also becomes important. And by heart set, what I, what I mean is like your attitude, kind of how you're feeling about others, how you're feeling about the, the different topics, how you feel about the other camps or the other answers, etc. Heart set is also just as important as mindset. The, the way you feel your emotions, your attitude as you're discussing People like to give lip service to that, but it really becomes vital in, in solid discussions. So I'm just going to open it up to you guys. What are some different heart sets or attitudes 
you think are important when it comes to handling differences with others? I think one of the crucial ones is to make sure that you have a posture of humility. Um, just recognizing that while you have studied, hopefully, whatever it is that you have an opinion on, and you have reasons for your opinion, other people also have reasons for their opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and so just recognizing that you need to hold your idea with an open hand. You don't want to just grasp it so tightly that no one can see what you're trying to present and really understand it, but really just presenting what you believe in a way that um, you're open to the fact that you may be incorrect in some or all of it. Yeah. Um, and just having that be a posture as you start a discussion. And so you said like kind of being humble in, in, in your own limitations. And then and you said this before in other podcasts, whatever the, the concept is that you believe. And of course it's hard cause we're using visuals right now. Yeah. I'm using my hands and you guys can't see it in the podcast, but um, an open palm. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about a lot of times, especially the more passionate we are about something the, the, the tighter we cling to it, but that can, that can cause some problems. You also don't want to be loosey goosey with your beliefs. Like, Oh, I believe that. And then, Oh, I switch over to that. Mm -hmm. And so there's that middle ground where it's the open palm, maybe slightly cupped. So it provides some stability for your belief. Um, but but there's some flexibility. Yeah. So would you say flexibility or even a uh, and this you guys give me your thoughts on this? Would having a more casual attitude help hinder? Does it depend on the topic? What do you think? Because because what I want to say is the more casual or relaxed you are, I think that can be helpful in not getting all fired up and agitated about something. But what do, what do you guys think? I mean, it can be. I think especially if it's someone you're not super close with. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that would be very topic related. And, um, like the purpose of the conversation. Yep. And, um, and yeah, how well you know the person, if you're just introducing yourself to somebody and you're going to go guns blazing on something, of course you're going to get pushback. But if you're comfortable with somebody and you know them, you can be a little more forceful or, mm -hmm. or whatever. Because you guys know each other. Right. right? And there's, so there's, they, they know you, so they know that you're not just coming to attack them. Whereas if you just come at somebody new, they're going to think they're being attacked. Right. It's so, a natural assumption. Yeah. So, okay. So when it comes to people, if you know them, that might allow for, or no, if you don't know them, it might, a casual approach might be helpful. You also mentioned it would depend on the, the topic or, or, or the, uh, the goal. Tell me like in this goal, you probably would want to be more laid back or relaxed in this goal. You could, you could get more fired up. Uh, I mean, obviously it depends on, on the topic as well, but I mean, if you're just trying to introduce a new idea to someone you know has a completely different idea introducing it in an attacking mode isn't going to change their mind mm -hmm, so it's right. like you come in soft someone can only take so much at one time um, whereas if it's somebody that you constantly talk to about a certain topic you know of course you're going to go harder right. now you are trying to persuade and they're trying to persuade you and you have an established like background of conversation yep i, I just have a follow-up question to that what what do you mean when you say an attacking mode? Because um, like I'm thinking of some different phrases and things, but what what do you mean by that? I'm saying it as in more like bold and factual, mostly an intellectual mindset of this is right and this is why. And your goal is to persuade them right, of that. Right, exactly. And, and so I'm not saying you are coming to attack, but they're going to take it as they're being attacked. Whereas mm -hmm. if you come in a casual, like a regular conversation, you know, you're meeting somebody at the bar to talk about, the you know the NFL draft or something it, way more relaxed sure. and they and they don't feel pressured that's that's the difference yeah yeah because I just think that it's really interesting um, how 
people that share a belief talk about other beliefs a lot of times. Like it's really easy to get into a mindset of um, just like poking fun or just making general assumptions and um, really absolute statements about your belief or someone else's belief. Um, that can be dangerous, especially when you're actually trying to have a conversation with someone. Yeah. So, so being a little more humble, which is probably more mindset than heart set, but the mindset of being humble will help being a little more flexible, maybe a little more casual, depending on the scenario. What might be some other heart set or attitude things that might be helpful when it comes to, to discussing differences? I guess, um, coming in with the, the heart set of like, you, you care about a person. Hmm. So you, it's not that you want to win an intellectual battle. You want to change them because you think it's going to bring a better meaning or a better life to the person. Mm. And that'll change the way you come in and, and the attitude you come in. Right. And, and, and do we do that? Probably not often. I think a lot of no. people who like to debate type stuff, they're much more focused on the concept than the person they're talking with. But this would be love is what we're talking about here. Yeah. And, and also with that, it's just it's easy to come in with that mindset. And then as soon as you get pushed back, right, you switch right, yeah. to your intellectual debate mode of I'm right and you're wrong. And now I have to prove it. Mm -hmm. So it is a lot. It's easy to come in with that, but it's way harder to maintain that. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say, Melody? I was just going to say that you have to ultimately care about the relationship over who ends up being feeling like they were right or wrong or whatever. Yep. Because, um, if you can sense that the person's becoming uncomfortable with the conversation, um, you probably want to digress, you know, and not continue to push on that because ultimately you want to just um, cultivate that friendship, that relationship. And if they're showing signs that, you know, they're really uncomfortable and they don't like this conversation, mm -hmm. then it's at that point you probably want to be like, you look a little, you know, maybe like you're not enjoying this conversation. Would you rather like talk about something else or yep. see where they're at versus like just trying to force a conversation? Because oftentimes people will end up thinking about what you said later anyway. And it's not always that a conversation is one in the moment. It's right. sometimes after the fact. Okay. So that's a huge point. Um, Cause it brings up, cause I know some people like that, like just to push back on whatever somebody says, they're going to hear you saying that they're going to say, you know what though, there's times when you have to have that conversation, even if the person's feeling uncomfortable cause they need to hear it. Right. Like I'm just thinking a pushback can give on that. So what would a pushback be to that pushback would be the point of timing. So a lot of times we say, listen, they need to hear this because they're causing danger or, or they're about to walk into danger, et cetera. So just because they're feeling uncomfortable doesn't mean I'm going to stop the conversation. Okay, I get that because the topic is important enough, but there is timing. You think that it must be resolved right now. That's not necessarily the case. You, just your point, you may be able to actually just go ahead and you, know, and, and you plant some seeds and then your eyes are getting uncomfortable. And so you, you pull back on that. Even if like everything's telling you, I have to have this conversation now. They have to hear the whole argument now. Maybe not. This is where humility would actually come mm -hmm. in. That, that maybe timing is key here. Because I, I know I've had tons of examples where... I was frustrated. I didn't persuade somebody. And then like months later, they actually mentioned what I said and they had been chewing on that. Like I've seen that happen multiple times. And so if you're, if you're listening and, and you're like, man, sometimes just because somebody's uncomfortable, um, they, you know, screw that. They need to, to hear it anyways. 
true. There probably are certain. I would say the default is no. I'd say the default is if the person's feeling uncomfortable, you need to kind of meet them where they are because the relationship is so important. But having if that's the default, there's probably exceptions where there are certain topics that mm, I do need to push on this. But the idea of pushing on it, you would want to recognize that how far push it all the way. Probably not push it like one more little thing, one more little seed and you know, maybe, maybe then. So it, it, can get, it can get complex there, but yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, so, and so this idea of caring is the idea of love and, and, and you know, I encourage you to go back. Uh, we're not trying to automatically plug all the other seasons, but, <laughs> but it's going to happen. Um, it's all free. <laughs> we're not getting paid for this. Um, but in season three, we did an unpacking on love and we talked about how love is, is kind of heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so if you love somebody, you have this delight in them. You're covenantally committing yourself to them. You have the right mindset towards them, which is the balance of you're delighting in what is right and good, but you're also very patient and forgiving of the wrong. Um, and then the strength, you're actively contributing to their well-being. So like you were saying, uh, Craig, when, when somebody, you know, you're getting ready to come into conversation and, and you want to care about them, you want to care about the relationship, you want to love them, you can be asking yourself, do I actually delight in them in some way? Uh, why? What, what do I delight in them about? Am I actually committed to like their well-being? Um, am I having this right mindset of, yes, I'm trying to pursue what is right and just and good, but also want to be very patient and tolerant and forgiving of, of any wrong that the person is doing? And then am I actually trying to contribute to their well-being or versus win a fight, right, et cetera? Um, so those are some questions that you can ask uh, yourself to see if you're actually loving or not. Um, all right, any other um, any other heart sets or attitudes you would like to? Obviously, there's tons. This is all just kind of like to get people's juices flowing and, and, and churning and thoughts on things. Is there anything else you would like to add that you think is a good attitude uh, or a, a feeling or whatever, to, a heart set to have uh, with these? I'd add maybe gentleness, but I think kind of goes with some of the stuff we've already saying. Um, all right, so let's let's segue over to the to the other conversation I want to have. And this one, where I think we're already halfway through the uh, the recording. Um, compromise. So one of the things that that I was thinking, I, I went back and listened to the last episode, and was oh we should have said this, we should have said that. And so one of to bring one of the big ones was this one here, that a lot of times when when two different people have a different idea on theology or politics or whatever it is philosophy I have seen a lot of times that they're actually focused on different factors and so so one person will say all right because of factor a b and c it really does seem that this is the right answer to a b and c and the other person they're thinking about factors p q and r and based on PQ and R, this is this other answer is the right answer. And a lot of times, this is where self awareness really comes in. Like Craig, you were saying last episode, you need to ask yourself, why do I hold to this? Um, a lot of times, the the two of them. So you know, one's one's answering blue based on A, B, and C factors. The other is answering seven based on PQR. Right? The answer is blue. The answer is seven. The answer is blue. The answer is seven. Well, the answer is blue according to A, B, and C. And the answer is seven, according to PQ and R. Let, let, let's assume now. Obviously, it can get complicated. And you have to base on that, but let's just assume we'll, we'll kind of baby step this for this conversation. A is the right answer, or blue is the right answer for A, B, and C, and seven is the right answer for PQ and R. Um, and so, let's say the scenario at hand actually involves A, B, C, PQ, and R factors. So it seems that blue is going to help partially, and seven is going to help partially. Um, what do we do with that? 
what, what, uh, what, what, and obviously this is going to depend a lot on the scenario at hand right now. We're kind of talking principle level because when we get into other episodes, we're actually going to be bringing up specific topics and we can talk and we can use it then, but to kind of lay some groundwork, what, what would be some things we'd want to keep in mind as we're trying to handle that? I think one overarching principle that's important to keep in mind is just the idea of perspective and recognizing that just because someone isn't seeing the issue the exact same way you are doesn't mean they're seeing something incorrectly. Um, I even, as you were sharing that, I was thinking of a picture that I've seen of um, a corner of a room. And on the corner of the room, there is on one side, there's a circle, a reflection of a circle or a shadow of a circle. And on the other side, there's a reflection of a square. And so people are, yeah. And so there's someone looking at the rectangle and they're saying, it's a rectangle. Look, the the object is a rectangle. That's, that's all it could be. And someone's looking at the other side and they're saying, no, it's a circle when actually it's a cylinder. And so what people see is people see different sides of a complex issue and both of them are actually right. And real quick to to, to clarify on that, there's, there's lighting in the room and the lighting is casting. So there's a cylinder hanging there and it's casting shadows, but on one wall it casts a circle and on the other wall it casts a rectangle because that's what the cylinder is from that corner of the light. And so you have to pay attention to what the lighting is, et cetera. I just just wanted to create more. Yeah, no, that that's helpful. Um, And so I just think it's really important to recognize that if you're saying, seven and someone else is saying blue why are they saying blue if you're saying seven why are they saying a rectangle if you're seeing a circle that is something that we just need to recognize that people do have legitimate basises for how they're seeing the things that they're seeing and actually taking the time to gain their perspective and listen to why they're coming to that conclusion Mm -hmm. can be really really valuable just in a general sense whenever you're addressing anything so so practical application when you're having a discussion with somebody in this scenario comes up say now are you talking about a b and c or p q and r and they're gonna be like what yeah (laughs) um but yeah so so like step one when, when one's arguing blue one's arguing seven Step one may be well. Step one would be like having the right attitude that you are that the the relationships important you all the all the stuff we've already been discussing. Then another step would be all right, kind of. And Craig, you already made this point, but why? What factors am I thinking of so that I conclude blue? And what factors are they thinking of so that they can they're concluding seven? Um, and then once those factors are identified, so in the scenario I gave, A, B, C, P, Q, and R are all factors in this scenario. So what what would what would you suggest? I mean, asking questions and finding out why you hold P, Q, and R to a higher level than I hold A, B, and C. Um, not that that's going to change your opinion, but usually just being willing to to ask and understand somebody. Everything kind of like everyone's willing to listen a little bit more if you're willing to to give them you know their mm-hmm. their words and understand what they're saying. So in. You know, like some people will just act like they're listening. Oh, right, right, right. But then, then everything else, how it goes, it's like they didn't actually hear what you said. Okay, you so let me ask I mean? you a question on that. Let's say we're observing two people discussing, and one of them is doing the fake understanding. What are some clues in body language, tone, words used, etc., that could clue us in that they're just doing fake understanding? Have, have you observed things? Yeah, more of like, oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. But then when they start talking again, they don't incorporate. They it. don't incorporate it in, so it's kind of like it was in one ear and out the other. Or have you ever been in a conversation with someone where they're talking, but your brain is somewhere else? Oh yeah. But you're acting like you're listening, and you can tell. Yep. So it's like that too. Yeah. So 
don't just fake understand, <laughs> truly understand, which would probably include some incorporating to some extent. Right. Yeah. You have to say, okay, so you're saying X, Y, and Z. Okay. And by the way, we don't want to do just that cliche, cliche psychology, you know, so I hear you saying this and you just, you right, just recap right. what they say. Like you don't want to, cause that comes but across. But some as of that too. you have to do like, okay, so you mean. Right. Or this, asking, what do you mean when you say that? Oh, oh, so this. Right. Clarification. Right. When there, you clarify, then it shows you were listening. Yep. I'd say it's it's easier to pick up on it being real is if the conversation starts to turn more towards the questioning. Like, why PQ&R? And you don't jump right back into the main thing. Is like, if they're continuing to try to find out more information, or if you realize you are just asking to ask and not, like, really paying attention, you can mentally just, okay, I need to, like, Forget about the main conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's get the new conversation is why P, Q, and R are important. That's great. Then oh, later I can get back to blue Yep. and seven. Yep. I love that. So go ahead, Jack. And with that, though, because I've had some different discussions with people and we've been um, – it's one of my friends who was a believer and is now an atheist. And so we've had just conversations about that, which yep. is obviously a broad topic. Right. Um, and so we have done some of what you were describing, Craig, with following some of the rabbits as they show up. And it, it it is very beneficial to go and do that because you learn a lot about someone else's perspective when you actually follow the discussion where it's going. But it also leads to an endless discussion, or it can lead to an endless discussion. And so it's helpful to just keep in mind what is, like, how broad is the topic that we're talking about? And so how much flexibility can we have if we're going to do it? So, like, right now, where my friend and I are at is we're trying to find specific things to talk about. Because we can't just talk about, is there a God or not? Uh, Because there's too much to try and discuss over Facebook. And yeah, and that, and you know, if you're in a podcast or you're at a meeting or something like that, or you have a set time, that's one thing. But if it's someone you're trying to cultivate a relationship with, you, you may rabbit trail for weeks in different meetups before you get back to the main topic. So Mm -hmm. it's really discerning, like, what is the point in this conversation and how much, how many more conversations are they willing to have with me for how long we're going to, we're going to, you know, yeah. chase rabbits. And we can say there's there's rabbit trails. There's also foxholes. So rabbit trails could go endlessly. Foxholes tend to get down to the to the nitty-gritty of it all. Um, I'm, I don't know if that's true, but uh, yeah, we'll go with that. But you said it with confidence. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's what matters. Um, so so with the, the, the ABC PQR thing, that to me, if, if somebody has one takeaway from this episode, is that lay aside blue and seven for a bit and get back to the ABC and PQ&R. Um, what's going to happen? We're going to find this as we go to other other episodes and other topics. Sometimes A, B, and C are clearly the more important factors, and the other person is magnifying P, Q, and R at a level they shouldn't, or vice versa. Or other times, A, B, and C and P, Q, and R, they're all right at the same level of weight and importance. Um, and so then that can get really complicated. And, you know, for example, then neither blue nor seven it might be a, a blue seven, right? It could be easy that way. It could be um, tomato becomes the answer, right? Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, every scenario is different in that, but this can help us get to get to, get to the ABC PQR level. And then to figure once, once we're down there to figure out, uh, do, do some of those letters have more weight than others that really should lend towards blue, right? Or whatever. Um, or are they all equal? Then, then what do we do with it, et cetera? So this brings up one more question I have going back to psychology and we don't like to be wrong 
um, I have seen a pattern in myself and others. If I had always paid attention to A, B, and C, and so had concluded blue again and again and again and again, and then someone comes along and they're talking about P, Q, and R, there's been times where I immediately just like um, was dismissive of P, Q, and R because A, B, and C is where it's at. But then the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, oh, P, Q, and R are a factor. But in my, my stubbornness, I didn't want to let go of the fact that I had already concluded A, B, C, and thus blue. And so I was waging this war in my head of, uh, oh, man, P, Q, and R. It's like actually legit. That's a good point. And so sometimes I have come around. Ooh, it's all three at different, at different levels. Other times I'm dismissive just because I don't want to make any changes. What, what might be something to help you, help anybody who's going through that to be more open to maybe P, Q, and R are more important than they had realized? What would you say to that? I think the way or one of the ways to really grow that sort of um, perspective on understanding is by getting to know the person that you um, have that disagreement with. And so if you've always said ABC is the most important, so blue and someone and you hear about these PQR people that say seven, you're just like, well, I've never met any of them. So they're just dumb and it's ABC. Then you're going to have a hard time actually recognizing where they're coming from. But if you... Um, seek out a conversation with someone who does hold to pqr and they've really looked into it and they think seven is the answer and you actually if you actually start that discussion and are intentional with it then i think that that understanding and just gaining perspective really will lend itself to you being able to see um where they're coming from and just it helps legitimize their perspective which i think is an important factor of that yeah Craig? Uh, I say one thing is um, also being wrong in the moment is very difficult. So just being able to have this attitude of even if you're not willing to admit a wrong in the moment of later when I'm back home in my room and no one's watching me, I'm going to think about this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to look this up and also taking the mindset of I'm not going to be wrong or I want to win to I want to learn more. That's great. Mm-hmm. And if you can focus on gaining knowledge, you feel less like you lost and more like you're gaining something. Yep. And one thing I would say is it might help to actually experience PQ and R up front. Um, so I think, for example, like when you went to India and you got to see firsthand what some of the stuff was going on there, you had maybe heard about it, but seeing it firsthand changed things for you. Uh, or not just change things, but had extra well it just brings it more to light yeah it's different when you're there than hearing about something and so this will totally depend on the topic sometimes who you are you're not you won't be able to experience pq and r factors directly um but sometimes it's just a b and c were more real to you and so if you let pqr be more real to you then oh see now that i've actually went through that yeah Yeah. i'm with you and that, that doesn't belittle a b and c it just adds more to the to the scope so um what are we on time 27 minutes. Okay, so let's um, let's wrap up with this. Two, two things. One, go ahead and, and Craig, make a point you were making before we start recording about something that can be helpful for us to help figure out which sub, you know, ABC, PQs, NARS, if there is a priority level and an emphasis level, um, what what's a good resource to help us figure that out? So, well, the easiest one is if you are both Christians, um, Look at what the Bible has to say about it and see what the Bible emphasizes. Um, that can give you some clarity. If you're not Christians, I don't really know. 
I'm sure there's other things, but yeah. And I mean, I've had conversations where I'm talking with a, with a non-believer and I show them something from, from scripture and they're like, Oh, well that I actually agree with. So that, you know, that's still a possibility. Um, I do think that within scripture, it can definitely bring clarity to this seems to be a more, like for example, be do have. So what happens internally seems to be more, even more important than what happens externally. Also eternal, internal, external. Um, other times I've actually found in scripture, um, you're like, Hey God, so which is the more important factor? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Like he knows obviously, but he actually leaves it up to you, um, to figure out for yourself. But I do think there's some really good clarity uh, in there. Um, and so, and, and, and one thing I'll just say on that, you know, uh, we're all believers here. And so we, we've decided the Bible has got some legit wisdom and we want to subscribe to it. And so if you're not, if you're not there yet, you know, give it a shot, give it a listen, um, see if there's like certain points that you agree with it over time, you may get persuaded, right? Whatever. Uh, anyway, so the last thing is let's do a quick go around. Is there, if there's anything else you would want the listener to hear either another thing that you wanted to bring up or maybe some encouragement to them or maybe some application or like a homework, what's one last thing you might say, uh, to, to the listeners regarding what we've been talking about these two episodes? Yeah. Something that I've really been learning over the past two years is that people that, believe things that are different from me have a legitimate reason for why they do. Um, and so that is really the theme of what I've been talking about and um, would just be my encouragement to the listener. Take the time to figure out why someone dis- recognize that someone is disagreeing with you first. And secondly, take the time to actually realize why they're disagreeing with you mm-hmm. and what factors have led them to make the decisions that they're making. Because they're not just, they didn't just decide, I'm going to disagree with Zach today. And so I'm going to believe this. No, they have reasons of why they've come to that perspective. And it's worth taking the time to figure out what those are. And we don't have time to get into today, but we can define what legitimate is. Yeah. That's for our conversation. So Melody, what about you? Um, I find generally that there's not a lot of people who are good listeners. So if you want to, you know, have certain discussions like this with people where there's going to be disagreements, maybe um, do some reading on if you're a good listener or not, like find out what being a good listener is or ask people who might know you if you're a good listener, because it's probably the first thing you want to do before you try to talk about controversial things with other people. Yeah. Craig? Um, one, I agree with Zach and two, I would say with, with the word compromise, because it leaves a bad taste in my mouth too, but to focus uh, just because you're compromising doesn't mean you have to compromise on your view and why you hold it. Maybe you just have to compromise for now on a conversation or the severity of it or how deep you're going to go. It doesn't mean you automatically have to compromise a position. Right. Yeah, because I think compromise is, in general, a, a dirty word, uncomfortable word. Uh, I sometimes think we, because we live in a fallen world, compromise is the, actually the right answer for the fallen world. But, um, yeah, so last thing I'll say then is, so so now we're, we're going to wrap up, and in all these extra episodes, you know, we have some loose ideas what the topics will be. We're going to kind of wing it as we go. But we want to kind of practice what we preach. And so I want you, the listener, to be listening in on these subsequent episodes. And I'm like, are they actually trying to apply what they were discussing? Are they actually trying to have a right heart set? Do they, do they care about their relationship with each other? Were they looking at the A, Bs, and Cs, and PQs, and Rs? Were they willing to compromise in the moment or step back in a moment? Um, and and I, that's one of our goals. We'll, we'll find out when we get there. 
Right. Just remember, compromise is going to look different between people. So right, mine absolutely. might look less. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, and so I'm excited to see where the rest of these these episodes go. And you know, and I hope that you know you're listening to these casually and you're getting entertained by them. Um, I think as we get more comfortable, we will get even, even more lighthearted with that. Um, but yeah, watch us. And uh, and if you see us not doing something, call us out in the comments once we post the episode, and, and you know we'll we'll listen and go. So so thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys at the next fireside chat.